0: Hey, this is the Thrive Church podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Say it. Happy New Year. Yeah. And if I, because I'm a dad, I can say this too. I haven't seen you since last year. Um, be- that's totally a dad joke, right? So I feel like I have permission to say that. Hey, something that, uh, that I'm praying for you and for us as a church, I've been praying this uh, for you. In, it's in Psalms 92. It says, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of Of our God. They shall bear fruit in their old age. Uh, They shall be fresh and flourishing. Another translation says, and they will. Thrive. Hey, I'm praying for this for you for 2020 as we step into this new year, this new decade, as you do life with him, as you do life with God, as you're planted with him, that you will really thrive in every single area of your life. Hey, if you're if this is if you're new here, I just want to say welcome. We're so glad that you are here. Um, want to encourage you at the end to connect with us at the Connect Bar. We also have a gift for you. It is my favorite coffee place in the city, Euphoria Cafe, just on the other side of 53rd. That's a free coffee, and we'd love to connect, so just want to say welcome. Uh, with, with the new year, we're starting a new series, and I've been looking forward to this for quite some time, and we're going to be talking about a new series called Run. A new series called Run: putting down things and letting go of things so that you can run the race that God has for you. You know, um, Hebrews 12:1 it says this it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd crowd of witnesses of of Oh, different translation. Crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight uh, that slows us down. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that easily ties us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates our faith, because the joy awaiting him, he endured to the end. God has got good things in store for you in 2020. I believe that there is a wide open, spacious life that God has for you. That Jesus has paid for you. That God has prepared a race for you to run in life. A race for you to run in life with him. Filled with his plans, his purposes, uh, uh, good things that he has for you. God has prepared before the foundation of time. God has actually prepared a race for you to run. And he's inviting us. In Hebrews, I believe God is speaking through the author and saying, he's inviting us, run the race that I've set before you. Run and finish strong. Run that race with endurance, the place where God has called you and the things that God has for you. The writer is encouraging us, let us let down, put down every weight, every sin that trips us up and, and everything that weighs us down. This year, I believe God is inviting you To lose that weight, those things that are weighing you down and holding you back from being able to run in what God has for you. To lose weight and sin that trips you up so that you can run. Let's just pray. Father, I just thank you so much that as we dive in your word, Father, that you would just speak through my lips. Father, I thank you for just wisdom and revelation. Father, we thank you that you love us so much and uh, that you've got good plans for us. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, there's something that my son Levi, who's two, loves to do every single night. Every single night, right after dinner, he loves this. He'll be eating dinner, and halfway through dinner, he'll look up at me and he'll say, Daddy, fast, fast with intent, like, and then I'm like, okay, finish your food, and then you say, daddy, fast, fast, and I'm like, okay, just eat your food, finish, you gotta, this little, I do the portion thing, like, negotiate, it's probably not good, but I say, okay, just finish this, and then he said, okay, daddy, fast, fast, okay, finish this, so he finishes it, and I set him down, what he's asking for is every single night after dinner, he wants to run fast around the island, around our kitchen island, through our living room, he runs fast, And so I'll put him down, and I'll finish. Uh, I'm trying to finish my food, and then... But it doesn't happen, because he'll be right there, grabbing at my finger, and he's... Pulling with his whole might, Daddy fast, Daddy fast, because he doesn't want to run alone. He wants me to go, as in his words, fast, fast with him. So I- I'm like, okay, just one sec, and I'm trying to eat, but he's like, Daddy fast, Daddy fast, and I'm trying to drink my coffee, everything, and he's like, Daddy fast, and so I'm okay, okay. I'm, I'm given to a two-year-old, so no, I don't. I just I scarf it down, I put it down. I'm trying to drink my coffee, but I have to put it down because we're not just going to jog, we're going to go fast, fast. We're going to run. And then if I have a sweater on, I have to take that sweater off, put it to the side. Why? Because we are going to go fast, fast. And so then what happens is finally with all his might, he pulls me up. I put down my coffee cup because I can't run the same speed that he wants me to run. I can't have a jacket on or a hoodie because I'd probably die of heat exhaustion because we run fast, fast. And then we get up, we run around the island, and the whole time he's saying, Daddy, fast, fast, and we're going. Like, we are actually running. Like, this guy is fast. Fast, fast? Fast. Yeah. And we run around the island, then we go down into the living room, then we come back around the island, and we do this for a good 30 to 40 minutes straight, every night after every single dinner we do this every single night and about 15 minutes in i'm not gonna lie i'm starting to lose my breath and so i'm like okay i'm gonna just like let him run and try and sit down and see if he notices me oh no he notices right away and he's like daddy feet What are you talking about? But I get up on my feet, he's pulling me, and he's saying, Daddy, fast, and we keep running, running, running. And this is our evening routine that we do every single night. And uh, a few weeks ago, this was before Christmas, um, is I was looking in the mirror, and I'm like, I think I'm losing weight. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, at, I'm saying, nah, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm not exercising more. Like, I'm not going to the gym I'm, uh, I'm definitely not going to the gym. Um, I'm not chain- like I'm not cutting out like sweets. Like bring on the sugar. I know I should, but I'm not doing that. I'm going for seconds. What have I been changing? And then Natalie says, "Know what you've been changing is you are going fast, fast every single night for 30 to 45 minutes. You are running around this island with Levi." The result is, is like, I wasn't trying to lose weight. I was just running after, running with Levi. And the natural thing that happened was that weight fell off. The whole pursuit of it was not, I'm going to lose weight. The whole pursuit was, well, Levi, and running after him. And, and, and just naturally, that because I was, I was just running after him, the weight just came off. Now, I found it again, the one that I lost with Christmas, I'm happy to say, um, but that will be okay. Um, and, and, and I had to put things down because we were going fast, and so I needed to put things down that were stopping me from being able to run with Levi, laying down that coffee cup, taking off my hoodie, and so that I could run fast, fast. And running around the island chasing Levi, reminds me of, and sort of illustrates to me, what God is saying in Hebrews 12.1-2, 12, 12, where it says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that trips us up. What verse 1 is talking about, I believe, is a byproduct of verse 2. That losing the weight isn't the pursuit of it, that it's actually just a byproduct of doing something. And that is in verse 2, where it says, in Hebrews two, uh, 12, two, it tells us to make our focus, keeping our eyes on Jesus, making Him our pursuit, Him our focus. Uh, and, and the natural result is that the weight and the, the sin will, will fall off. That it's not the, the pursuit is not, okay, I'm going to lose these things. The pursuit is, I'm going to run after Jesus, and in doing so, these things will fall off of me. As you run with Jesus in life and make him your focus, that dead weight that, that you're carrying, you know, some of that stuff that sucks the life out of you? I believe that will fall off as you run and pursue him. That that sin that trips you up will naturally fall off. Behavior modification is not the pursuit of Christianity. You know, the byproduct of chasing after, following after, pursuing Jesus is running the race that God has set before you. That is pursuing Jesus and the natural thing is then that will come off. Behavior modification, it's not about... It's about going after Jesus, doing life with Jesus, and then naturally, those things will fall off. You know, my son Levi, he said, Daddy, fast, fast. He invites me to run with him. I believe Jesus is inviting you to run with him, to do life with him. In Matthew 28, 28, it says in the message, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I believe Jesus is saying, come to me. Run with me. Go with me. In Levi terms, he's saying, fast, fast. Fast, fast. And as you respond to his invitation and you run with him, doing life with him, that those things will start to fall off. That those those weights will start to fall off. As you respond to him saying, Come on, let's do life together. Walk with me, work with me. Christianity is not about doing more in your own strength. It's not, okay, I'm going to work harder, work better. Uh, I'm a Christian. It's, actually, it's not about doing more. It's actually more about surrender to God and, and to yielding to what He has for you. God, not my will, but your will. Not my actions, but your actions. The Bible actually says that your, your works are like filthy rags, right? Our righteousness comes because of Jesus and His works. You know, uh, not my achievements, God, but your achievements, Uh, Not my control, your control. Not my provision, but your provision. You know, the Bible says to lose your life, you really find it, right? So you're losing, hey, this is is my, this is my, this is my, saying I'm surrendering that to you, and then you gain his life for you. Levi comes to me, and he says, fast, fast. If he was to do that, um, there are things that I need to put down, right? I needed to put down that coffee cup. I needed to put down that sweater uh, because I would overheat um, so that I could go fast, fast with him. I believe there are things that we can put down that are actually inhibiting or, or stopping us from being able to run fast, fast. And that there are actually things that we can put down. Um, and as a result, then we'll be able to run with him and lose that dead weight. Those, those things that weigh you down. As we surrender to him, we will be able to run the race with him. As we run the race uh, in front of us, I believe those things will then fall off. It's not about doing more, working harder. It's actually more about surrendering more, saying more, okay, God, you live through me. God, you, not my will, but your will, not my works, but your works. You know, tonight after dinner, it is pretty much guaranteed that Levi is going to say to me, Daddy, fast, fast. He's going to say it, guaranteed. He is going to say it. And if I say to him, okay, fast, fast, but just one sec. I just need to grab something. I'll run with you. I'm going to respond to your invitation. Then I come back and I say, okay, I'm just going to grab one thing real quick. And so I grab this and I say, okay, I'm going to run real fast, fast with you. I'm going to run with you. I'm going to respond to your invitation. But I just need to keep this up and balance this, and then let's go, right? And, uh, and what happens is I'm going to try and... Levi, just wait. I just need to balance this. I need to make sure this doesn't fall over. This doesn't hit the ground. And I'm going to run with you. And you can only go so fast... Trying to balance it, trying to keep it up, and that seems sort of funny for me to say that and to do that. But what if we were to just say, to actually change the name of this this broken broomstick? (laughs) What if we were to change this um, to cares, to cares that this represents cares, and maybe it's bills or some financial pressure, maybe it's the economic climate in our city and our province. Maybe it's some family issues. Maybe that's what this is representing. Maybe it's your career and your goals. Maybe it's a situation that needs to to be worked out. And Jesus says to you, come on, let's run. Let's do the race. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. But just one sec. Just get my cares. I'm ready to run. And you try, but there's only so far you can go. So fast you can go because you're trying to keep on your own that financial situation up and still be pursuing Him, still running the race with Him. Or, okay, I'm just, I am just—I need to work out this situation, and maybe it's, it's you doing more for that care, that worry, or maybe it's not you physically doing more, but you actually taking it on and saying, worrying, and then you're like, okay, I just need to keep this up, keep this up. And what happens is your eyes aren't on Jesus, like the Scripture says, your eyes are on what can I do? How do I keep this up? That this is your cares and you're just trying to balance it and you can't run that way. Right. Maybe, maybe you can speed walk. I don't think so, but there's only so far you can go and so far before you can break your glasses too, like I just about did, right? It's, and, and trying to keep this up, this care up, That produces some fear, some anxiety, some worry. What if, what if, what if I keep going there or go where God says and follow Him? But what happens if I go too fast or if I go that way and I can't balance this or I need to really focus on this and keep this up? And, and it, where does your focus go? Your focus goes to your care and that produces worry, anxiety, and how can I keep this up? How can I make sure this balances? How can I make sure that this works out for me? Have you ever met um, a believer, a Christian, and they're in the same place they were like 10 years ago? Like, they're the same problems, same complaints, same outlook, and same relationship with God. Like, there's no advancement in their life, living in that wide-open, spacious life. I think that that happens... Or it can happen because they allow worry, the cares, and they're stuck there, hit pause, trying to balance on their own strength. Okay, I'm going to keep this care up. Or I'm going to keep this up. And by worrying, and you hit pause and not able to run forward with what God has for you. That you actually, that they're hit pause because of the cares that they're just trying to balance. And why is it the same problems, the same issues? It's because they're still holding on to it. They're not even holding, trying to balance it, make it work in their shaky hands. You know, I believe 2020, that God wants it to be the start of the best decade of your life. For you to go from, like scripture says, from glory to glory. For this year to be the start of an awesome year. For you to move from that fishbowl to the ocean, like we talked about last week. Or from, from the desert to the promised land. But in order to do that, in order to run your race that God has set before you, we need to be able to surrender the cares that we're trying to balance and keep up on our own. Let's be real. These are real things, real life. It makes sense that I want to try and do everything I can to keep this up because this is a loved one here that I just need to do more. Or, okay, like my mortgage is due and, what's ha- and you just try and do and do and do. And when Jesus is saying, hey, run with me, but trying to balance this broomstick, maybe instead of going forward, you're going sideways. Maybe you're going backwards or you're doing, I don't know, the tango. <laughs> instead of responding to what he has what will make sure that when you when you go to 2030 you're not in the same place as 2020 i believe it is surrendering those cares those real things in your life, surrendering them to God so that you can run the race. And in running the race, then you will, as the scripture says, those weights will come off, right? Uh, It says, lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily traps you up. How? By keeping your eyes on Jesus, your focus on Jesus, your pursuit on Jesus. Not on your problem or your care, but instead casting that over and keeping your pursuit on Jesus. You know, the reality is this is real though, right? Like it makes it, I understand. I do it. I say, I think it's probably fair to say that every single person who walks in that door today has some cares, some real issues, some things going on. And, And we all have that. But I believe God has given us the opportunity and has invited us to do something. To run the race, but in you were never designed to run the race. Trying to balance your cares on your own shaky hands or your own shaky um, uh, actions or worry, you were actually. God tells us how we're supposed to run our race. In First Peter five six, it says, "So humble yourselves under the mighty hand, mighty power of God, and and at the right time He will lift you up. Giving all your worries and cares to God because He cares for you." The Bible actually tells us, hey, give your cares. Don't be holding on to them, trying to balance them, and then just that produces worry and anxiety of how do I keep it up. We actually just cast that onto them. We're not supposed to or designed to run the race balancing this. God never said, run with me and make sure all your works are in line. No, no, no. He says, pursue after me and know what? Then the fruits of the Spirit will develop in your life. You know, to surrender. And as you run, then I believe that dead weight will fall off. As you run, that those things that tangle you up will fall off. It can be hard to surrender because it's real things. Yeah. It can be real things where you're like, God, do you got this? If I actually lay this down, do you got this? You know, God does not just have. When you cast your cares on him, when you give them to him, because Jesus is inviting you to run with him. In other words, he's running with his hand out saying, just take it so you can be hands-free, right, so that you can run. God does not just have your cares, like the solution to your cares. He is the solution to your cares, He is the solution to what is in your hand, what you have right there. He is the solution. God, if you're lacking provision and you need it, he doesn't have it, he is provision. He is the great I am. If you need health and healing, he doesn't have it, he is healing. He is health. You know, if you, if you need peace in your life, it's not just something you get from God. He is the Prince of Peace. God is peace. You know, God is wisdom. He is everything that you need. When you give your cares to Jesus, you, you hand that care to the solution, who is God. You hand the care to the solution, who is God. And it moves from your shaky hands of like, how long can I keep this up? Okay, let's actually see. Not too long. Um, Six seconds. Six seconds. (laughs) I'd do okay if I was bull riding. And I'm I'm Calgarian, so I'll take that as okay. But you move it from your shaky hands, wobbly hands, to now the firm grasp of God, the creator of the universe, the Alpha, the Omega, the very one who spoke his words and now that the whole world came into existence, now your cares, that situation, that thing is now in his hands so that you can just run after him and he will take care of it. How do we, how do, we do this? How do we do this though? How do we move from here to actually giving it? Uh, we do this um, by, by, by we do this by just going to him in prayer and saying god I'm struggling in this area yeah. or god I don't know how this is going to work out or god right now like they're saying that there's going to be some cuts at my work I don't know what I'm going to do and you say god I give you this care yeah. Yeah. and then what do you do is like I don't know about you but have you ever like prayed god I give you this situation and then later on you do the take back oh, You're like, okay, give it back to me. What do you do then? I think rather than beating yourself up and saying, I cast that care onto him. Why am I taking it back? Why am I thinking about this? If I was a better Christian, I would have just left it or I'd be in faith or instead of that, just realize I took it back. And then as soon as you have it, (laughs) throw it right back to him. As simple as that. Rather than getting over it, it's like in that moment, I took it back. Oh, this isn't mine. God, I give you this care. And then you just say, God, I thank you that you are providing for me. You are the answer. You have this. I know. And then you, what you do is you speak words of life, his scripture, his word. I know that as I will cast my cares on you because you care for me. I know that you didn't spare your best, your son, so you won't hold anything else back from me. Amen. Right? So when, when, when those cares come, because cares are they're real. Life has cares. We just need to know we cast them, give them to God just simply by saying, God, I need your help. I need you in this situation. I give you this. And then in that time where you know, things are maybe not on your timeline, like God's not on your timeline. He didn't read the Excel sheet that you sent him of like, okay, by this date, it needs to be done. And then it's like, uh, and you take it back and you realize it's in my hand. You give it right back. And you just say, God, I give you back this care. I give it to you. And I thank you. And you speak words of life, his word in that situation. You know, I believe that 2020, that God has got good plans for you. A hope and a future. That Jesus has called you to run the race that is before you. And in doing so, that weight will fall off so that you can run into all that God has for you. I believe that He loves you so much That his word says that nothing can separate you, nothing at all from His love. He loves you so much. I want to encourage you just to cast your cares on Him, because He does care for you. Move from balancing it in your own hand to giving those cares to His steady, firm hand, because He is the solution. He is provision. He is healing. He is peace. He is everything that you need. In Jesus' name. Would you stand with me? Whoa crazy. I guess that's to emphasize the point. Would you stand with me? Hey, God loves you so much and you are meant to run the race that God has set before you. Every single one of us have a race. If you're here on this earth, you have a race in front of you to run and you are not designed to be balancing and holding on to those cares, but you are actually Designed and meant to cast those cares on Jesus because He cares for you. That you can give those things to Him because He cares for you. And you can know that when you give it to Him, you can be assured that He will take care of it. He will take care of it because He loves you. He's God who He formed the universe. And he loves you so much. Today, I want to give you the opportunity. If, you've been, if you came in here today and you have some cares that you've been carrying and that you've been balancing. It's like, how do I keep this up? Don't fall. Uh, uh. I want to give you the opportunity today to just cast those cares onto him so that you can run the race that he has in front of you. Would you just pray with me? Why don't you, if you are here today and you wanna just cast your cares, if you're comfortable, you can just raise your hands to him and I'm just gonna pray. Father, this morning, we just cast our cares on you because God, we know that you care for us. Father, whatever situation, challenge, family thing, Father, we cast that on you because we know that you care for us. And that you didn't hold back Jesus, your son. So we know that you will not hold back anything else from us, Father. So we give you that care. We give you that situation because we know that you are provision. You are health. You are peace. Father, you are everything that we need. God, you are the restorer of relationships. So God, this morning, we cast every care onto you so that we can just pursue keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And as we run with him, as we go fast, fast, we thank you that that weight that weighs us down, that sin will then come off. So we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.